Welcome to Co-op Mode. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. This is round 76. I'm your host, Todd Oxtra, joined by my favorite Canardian, Mark Carabin, who thinks that Thanksgiving happens in October. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, happy, incorrect, incorrectly timed Thanksgiving, fellas. It's good to be here. Oh, my goodness. Yes, Mark and I will debate on what is the best Thanksgiving, but they're both pretty great. So Thanksgiving to everybody who got to experience some cool uh, food over the last two months. But we are thankful for our guest we have tonight, uh, someone I go way back with, and that is Mr. Ray Azorio, El Capitan from Phoenix Overdrive Nation. Ray, we were just talking about this. It's been three years since you've been on a Secret Friends Unite podcast, and we are happy to have you back. So, Ray, people don't know you or what you do all around the interwebs. Tell people a little bit about yourself. So, longtime gamer, um, returning Destiny Attic, which is how I met. Todd was through the first Destiny uh, Alpha. We were playing that and through the beta. So we we did that and then we just kind of became friends from there. And uh, so uh, currently right now, I am one third of the podcast that is called Nerd Overdrive, which is Phoenix Overdrive's gaming podcast, which is going to be looking to make a comeback here soon. So I'm happy to say that uh, with uh, Becky and Lee Navarro, uh, my two best friends and the other two thirds of the triumvirate that's, you know, nerd overdrive, Phoenix overdrive and all of that extra life, you know, all that good, happy, fun stuff for the kids, you know, happy to have you guys aboard with us this year. And, um, you know, so just a long time gamer, you know, from when I was young, everything Nintendo for the longest time, and then kind of switched it up with like Sega and PlayStation in between PC gaming and all that fun stuff. So thank you guys for having me, you know, rise above. I always have to put it in there. You know, that's, that's my, that's my thing. That's my motto. So yeah. So happy, happy to be here. I'm, I'm excited. It's been a while. Like you said, three years since I've been on a, on a secret friend show. So. And Mark, just let you know, that was a non Charlie episode. So Matt Keel and Ray came on and video games were discussed because that's the only time I could do it. But I just want to let everybody know I'm wearing my extra life t-shirt that I got from extra life for hitting my goal. Oh, my goodness. It came today. Very excited. Uh, That is something I will talk about later in the show, as we all will probably talk about that. Things we're thankful for in 2021. So, Ray, um, thank you for being on. My son, I've joined, rejoined the Destiny Clan. Sean Nias has joined the Destiny Clan. My son, Logan, needs to join the Destiny Clan, and more Destiny will be played. So, very exciting. And we need to get Mark on the Destiny train. Unfortunately, though... And uh, I, I really, I, I got into Destiny 2. Like I played the hell out of it when it first came out. Uh, but it, it didn't, to me, have the staying power of Destiny 1. But yeah, maybe I'll, I'll jump back in while it's still on Game Pass and then decide if I want to throw the dollar bucks at it once it leaves. Unless you have PC, Mark is, then you can cross-save and then bring it play. Uh, Mark, if anything, is a PC gamer at heart. despite owning no pcs no (laughs) yeah i had to laugh because i like destiny 2 is leaving game pass on december 8th the same about the same time that halo is coming to game pass hmm oh well that's okay uh good times are ahead with that game and halo but you know we have another decision to make gentlemen and that is buy rent return so we did a round robin we came up with the actual topic this week and it is Superhero video games, actually. So um, 
Mark, do you want to take us through our choices? Because you kind of pivoted and you came up with a good topic. Yeah, we were were trying to decide what we wanted to do, but uh, Todd's background for anyone watching the video version of this podcast is the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, We have some news about another video game and I don't know about you guys, but I'm really enjoying Hawkeye as well uh, on Disney Plus. You guys been watching it too? Yes. Yes, I have. Thumbs up. My wife absolutely loves it. She doesn't understand the pizza dog thing. and I'm like, it's in the comic. I'll have to read it. Yeah, exactly. So good. Uh, so anyway, we, we, we decided, yeah, Byron Return was going to be superhero game themed. We picked one very new game, which is Guardians of the Galaxy. We picked an older game, which is Arkham City. And we picked kind of a intermediate game that, that came out last gen and just got remastered. So some people might have played it for the first time. And that is Insomniac's Spider-Man. So they are the three games Ray your choice. Put me in the hot seat first. Return one of these, sir. Each of these games, what are you buy, renting, and returning? Um, So I'm going to go a little bit backwards order because I don't know which one I want to return. So I think if once I put myself in the position of the other two, I kind of have no choice for the third. Um, So I think it would be rent Guardians of the Galaxy, buy Spider-Man, and return Arkham City. Ooh. That's why I said I had to do it reverse order because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to commit because it's it's a hard choice. That's a that's a good one because um, as of right now, Arkham series. There's three Arkham games, well, four with Origins. Four. Uh, there's only one Spider-Man game, but you got Miles Morales, so there's two there. Guardians only one. So except if you count the Telltale game, which I never played, but I heard is very good. So yeah, it's it's kind of a little more difficult. And recency is is sometimes a hard one to go and uh, compete against. Mm-hmm. So Mark, oh oh, you know, <laughs> put it on me, Mark. Okay, okay, all right. Oh boy, ah, this is going to be a hard one because recency is going to be a challenge for me. Um, I'm going to go with. I will rent Guardians of the Galaxy. I will buy Spider-Man and I will return. Man, is that the same as you, right? Oh, God, I feel like, wow, I try to be original, but I'm not. But uh, yeah, because I I mean, I, I feel I can return. I can return Arkham City because there are so many more Arkham games that I liked all of them. I can like, OK, I'll give that one back. But I like the other ones, too. Um, Spider-Man, though. Wow. Um, there are a lot of there's been so many bad Spider-Man games. Um, so I can at least say that that one is the one that really brought the franchise in where we're going together with Insomniac. And I just cannot see, wait to see what they do next And guardians of the galaxy, man. Ooh. I mean, I'm returning because I don't know if I'm getting another one, but it's a great start if it becomes a franchise, but I do worry that, wow, the way that company is run with, you know, square Enix and their properties, that company may not uh, be around for much longer in regards to the U.S. property. So, well, so Mark, what was yours? Uh, I think I am going to mix it up, and I'm I'm going to start. I'm going to return Guardians of the Galaxy just because it is new, and it's it's recent in my mind. So I don't, you know, if I had to buy and rent an one that that one's the most recent one that I played. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to the other ones. Uh, I think I'm going to uh, the other two. This is like 50, 50 coin toss. Like, which <laughs> one am I gonna, uh, I'm going to 
I've always been a bigger Batman fan, so I'm gonna I'm gonna buy Arkham City and rent Spider Man, which actually makes kind of sense. Ask me, ask me tomorrow, and that could change. But uh, yeah, and Mark, you haven't played Miles Morales yet, and that yeah, game builds on Spider Man so much with the technology, the the the, the art, the story. Oh, wow, such a good game. Yeah, I mean, get a PS5. Get a PS5. In 2022, get a PS5, Mark, please. <laughs> or at least break up the PS4 and play Miles there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, the, all three of those games were great. Like this is this is a bye 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 kind of situation. But <laughs> I'll play. Oh, are we doing in sync? Yeah, he just. <laughs> <laughs> got to do the mark. You got to do the do the dance, Mark. Now you, you got, there. You go. We got video. Watch it. I have Peter Quill's hair, and then Mark is doing in sync dance. And, and Ray, check out Ray's video for his great background. It usually is greater. It's it's just. It's I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. <laughs> oh, well. Well, now we're getting into what we've been playing, because that's what video games are. We play them for a reason. So, Ray, kick us off. And I think you and Mark may need to tag team this. And I know John Nia said he needs Pokemon tips. So, I know he, the kids are not playing this game, but I think there's some overriding similarities with Pokemon on how to approach the games overall. So tell us about your Pokemon game experience. Uh, so Pokemon Shining Pearl, it came out like 15 years ago. Um, so I was like college years for me. Um, I've been a Pokemon you know fan since like the beginning. Um, I actually had a cousin of mine that was like overseas in Japan at the time. And he brought us back like the Japanese Pokemon cards. And that was like my first introduction to it. Cause I didn't know what they were. And then that's when it kind of rolled out after that. And then I got to kind of see all the other stuff. And, you know, then the the show came out and then the video games on the game boy and all that. Uh, But Pokemon shining Pearl, you know, just recent release. uh, I've been having fun uh, playing that again, kind of reliving it a little bit because that one's one of those ones where my memory's a little fuzzy on it on certain parts. Cause it's like, they kind of all blend together after a while, but I've been having fun. And then uh, my daughter's been playing it. So like I've been giving her tips and she's asking me for advice. You know, she's 11. And so she's like, dad, I don't know what to do next. And I was like, look around, you'll figure it out. Just you get, go look around, you know? And, and um, yeah, so definitely down to give any Pokemon tips, you know, any trades, if anybody needs anything for Pokedex, stuff like that. Um, and then uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, which I was actually surprised Todd to, to kind of see that with, with you there you know uh so i've been playing mostly the multiplayer and zombies um i was doing a project for activision on that uh here oh really cool project for them um that started with the alpha man we've come a long way with where cod is right now let's just let's just say that i can't go into too much detail beyond that but it's come a long way from where it started um kind of enjoying that and then battle uh so more recent games are kind of what what are kind of on my palette right now just because if I, if I sit there and contemplate too much on my backlog, I will cry because it's I have so many games, so many great games that I haven't played that I need to play in my backlog. Because Ray, I'm going to I'm going to give you something that will and, and maybe Mark, this is maybe something that we can all think about. It's not a backlog. It's a collection. <laughs> it's something that you have that you look back upon. And it's not a job. It's not something that should be daunting you. It should be. It's a collection. These are games I like. I could play them or just appreciate them that they're in a collection I have. Yeah, don't, don't, don't let it be a job. It's not a job. It's not something that's taunting you. It's a collection. 
that you may go back and revisit, like a museum, right? You see the, you see, yeah, you see like your eShop, you have your little logo, and you're like, oh, I remember that game. I like you. I have that with Metroid. Metroid Dread, see you there. Hello. Don't get me I'll started. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, you're poking the bear way too early today. Yeah. That's I, okay. That's okay. That's one of the games that slipped through the cracks for me because I wanted to get it, but like with all these Both other games coming out, and I didn't get a chance to get it. So, uh, don't worry, Mark. One no show, and then one that just gave oh. up. Like, what is this? Well, I, I guess I, I want to. Don't worry, it. Ray. I, don't I worry, Ray. There'll be many more Metroids, right? We'll, we'll play the next one, Mark. Because well, uh, yeah, they come every like years. year, right? No. Yeah, we'll play the next one. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mark. He, he's giving us the prune face. You just watch the YouTube video for this like impression. One of those things when was. Metroid Dread came out, like it was approaching release, and I didn't like. I totally forgot it was coming out. And then by then, like pre-order money was already allocated other places. I'm like. I don't have anything in that I can move. Um, Joey Ferris is crying just tears right now. He doesn't know why. Once this <laughs> drops, he'll listen to it maybe and he'll he'll understand. Oh, he why. knows why. He's just sitting somewhere crying right now and he's he's just he's like, not sure why. Did someone not play Metroid? What's Mark, going on? I I did my job. I bought the special collection, I bought the amiibo. So Nintendo has my money, whether I played it or not, they could probably care less. Like God, <laughs> you're dead to us. <laughs> Thank you for your collection. Uh Ray, I would just want to say that I did play the Call of Duty zombies, and I've played them through the years, and I kind of got bored with the, you know, you're in an area, you got a board up windows, you do that thing. This feels like the first real change in zombies. And I loved it. I was playing it for uh, I was playing for probably like two hours. It's got a really good team with me, randoms, which is just surprising. And it was great. You go to like these different levels and it felt like a roguelike and it was very fun. You get power ups. You did levels up of your weapons and it was just great. You've got like these zombies like taunting you or these demons taunting you. It's 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 really cool. I just thought it was like that is the innovation I've been waiting for in zombies because I'm like I would go back and play more. Um, and I will say I got this from Gamefly, so um, I didn't pay for the game because I've had some challenges with Activision, of course, as we've heard. But I got it through Gamefly. All of a sudden, I thought it was in my queue. I forgot it was in my queue, and it showed up. I'm like, well, I'll give it a try. Um, but I've really enjoyed it. So do you feel like zombies is I've heard people's like, I, I don't like this because it's not the zombies I know, but I feel like this feels like what zombies needed or it was just more of the same. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of the same since pretty much Black Ops 2. The zombies was pretty much samey until last year when they changed it with Cold War. The only kind of like uh, kind of like challenge that I have with Activision on on the zombies thing is the fact that they've kind of been packing it in with every game. Whereas before we'd get zombies with like one game and then be a couple other games and then zombies would come back and it'd be like, yeah, zombies is back. But now it's like, dude, zombies every year. Come on now, <laughs> you know, but uh, no, it's a lot of fun. It's a little different. They have the X fill thing, which uh, lets you like horde mode the map really quick with like some really hard, like big guys that shoot a lot of bullets at you and can kill you pretty quickly. Um, so I think that was a welcome addition in that they had that in cold war too. Um, but uh, but doing that, yeah, it, it's it's definitely kind of the shot in the arm it needed. Um, the multiplayer feels a lot better than it did with Cold War. Um, and then there's the train wreck that is Battlefield 2042. Uh, also play testing that for EA. Um, did that come out? Yes. Oh. And you would think wow, that, no. 
Wow. You would think that Halo and Battlefield switch places. You would think the Battlefield one was the beta and Halo was like the full-fledged multiplayer game because it's just like like it's it's just night and day the way Battlefield kind of feels because it feels there's so many gl- it's glitchy, it's buggy, they've been putting patches out, like things are like really overpowered and you don't really feel like you make a difference in it. And then uh Halo. Uh Halo is Halo, like Halo is back. Like I haven't enjoyed Halo multiplayer since probably like Halo 3 or Reach as much as I've enjoyed this Halo multiplayer. Um, so that's kind of what I've been playing so far. No destiny in there because I've been on a like self-imposed hiatus from destiny for a little bit. I actually, I did play some destiny the other day. I'm lying. Um, it was like, I did a couple of the master nightfall, the, the grand master nightfalls. That's hard stuff, you know, cause it's artificial difficulty. It's uh 1370 is the power level for those Todd. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm at right now, to be honest, Ray. And and Logan was when we were driving back from Michigan, we went to Michigan with my relatives for Thanksgiving. Logan drove back and when we were driving when he was driving back, he wanted to talk about Destiny a lot. Wow. Um, it's like watching or uh, listening to IMDB entries for my son. He knows too much about Destiny. It was a great conversation, though. But we were also saying that that Halo 30th or the, the Bungie 30th anniversary pack that's coming to Destiny 2 will engage a lot of players and then they have the witch queen coming. So I think it's just, the, it's a perfect timing because it's like, let halo have its like three months. Destiny will come back. People will be like, I want something to do. And it's a bounce. Like, you know, multiplayer games are all about bouncing onto what's next because you want something to refresh you when you can come back again. So, uh, but yeah, um, halo infinite multiplayer. Um, I played a little bit of that. Uh, Mark, did you play more of that? No, I haven't had a, a real chance. I, my, my gaming has been pretty light the last, uh, last couple of weeks. I've been, I've been just kind of picking at some stuff that like, uh, Forza Horizon again, uh, Riders Republic. Uh, so the new stuff I've been playing is, is basically been Pokemon. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon with, I'm with you because I can kind of, the kids can be doing whatever they can be watching TV or playing games on the TV. And then I can be just handheld playing it. So mm-hmm. that's where most of my time has been anyway, too. <laughs> That seems like a game that's perfect for handheld because they went to a chibi. They didn't go like pushing the, the 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 graphics or anything. They went to a very cool art style, which is reminiscent, but it's updated. And it seems like that's perfect for what Pokemon has been, which has been a primarily a handheld uh, franchise. Mm-hmm. And dealing with that, obviously, it probably looks great on the big screen too. But you know, they got they really want people to use this game handheld. So does it hold up? I mean, compared, it's like a remaster remake. It, it's a, it's a remake for the most part. I mean, okay. it's, uh, the, there's, there's modern Pokemon things with it. Some things that some players like other things that they don't like the experience sharing. Uh, you couldn't turn that <laughs> off in uh, sword and shield. You can't turn it off in this game as well. For me, I don't really care. I don't like, whatever if all my pokemon are level 20 and the gym bosses i'm coming across are level 15 like i'm gonna plow through them and not really care and just kind of keep doing my thing and and whatever um but you know that that pisses off some of the more competitive players and some of the players that like the grind and that kind of stuff um but yeah i mean this this game is like you said a a new kind of chibi art style that's um more reminiscent of the old games i mean if you're playing sword and shield it it looks new. It looks more modern. It's, it's not the prettiest modern game. I think they could have done a little bit more, but I appreciated that game for what it was. Uh, but this one, um, 
yeah, kind of instantly puts me back. And, and like Ray was saying, I played Diamond when it first came out, whatever, 15 years ago or whatever it was. Um, but I'm, I'm a little fuzzy on that one. Like, like you said, they kind of all start to blend together. So it was like, has this, that one? No, 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 that's, that's from sun and moon or, Oh, where was I going in this? Oh no, that's from black and white. Like it, it just all starts to blend together. So I'm, I'm hitting points in this game that I'm like, Oh yes, that's where mm-hmm. that's from. Or like, Oh, now I remember how that goes or what I'm supposed to be doing here. And it's, um, so a lot of it is very fresh to me. And unless you've gone back and played this, most likely it's going to be kind of fresh to you too. So um, it, it kind of works as a first Pokemon game. If, but if you can appreciate that style of game, cause it, it, it is still very much the guts, the, the heart of the game is still very much rooted in that old school style uh, so if you, if you want something that's more modern, I would suggest, and this is what I suggested to Sean, go with sword or shield. I think it's, it's a, a fuller game, especially if you get the DLC. Um, if you pick it up now, yeah, that game is, is incredibly complete and has Pokemon home and different things that you can do to, to complete your Pokedex and, and round things out that way. Like Pokemon diamond and pearl right now do not have Pokemon home integration. Um, like there's, there's some glitches. I've seen some people have like freezing issues or like locking their system and that kind of stuff. I haven't run into anything myself and I've been really enjoying it. Ray, you're, you're what? It's so I was playing earlier this afternoon and I was, I was sorting my Pokemon boxes and apparently there's a, there's a glitch that you can do to duplicate Pokemon in your boxes. Um, from what I've heard, Uh-oh. but I've heard if you move too many things too quickly in your boxes, it'll cause an issue. And I literally had a, me- it was like a message like, Oh, due to an error, the software has to shut down and it closed out and I didn't save. Luckily I didn't do oh, it. No. I wasn't doing anything major, but just moving Pokemon around. So I just had to go back and move them around. Um, because I, I was, uh, breeding. So doing, you know, hatching eggs and stuff like that. And so I was like moving Pokemon around to, to organize my eggs or whatever. Oh, and, man, and brutal. so, yeah, so it froze on me and then it just like gave me that message that it had to shut down the game and then it just like closed the game and then the, the switch had to restart and all that. And it was just like, it was weird. Nasty. Yeah. So I've been reading That's... stuff like, like that. Um, Todd, what were you going to say? I was going to say that Nintendo's like, uh, like their uh, protection system because they don't want people cheating in Pokemon because apparently oh, there's, there's so many people like, cheating in Pokemon right now. But it's not a multiplayer game, right? I mean, what uh, do you gain it by any? Yeah, um, you can do Pokemon battles and stuff like the competitive. Scene. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. You can okay. duplicate Pokemon and like, uh, especially for things like breeding or getting like shinies or, or specific EVs and and uh, like. Um, what they call like attributes and, and natures and all that yeah. natures. That's what I, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there can be some, some pretty shady stuff going if you're in the competitive scene for me, I'm not really going to be doing any of that stuff. So right now I'm just kind of like trying to find the Pokemon that I want on my team and trying to catch them up, which experience sharing helps with that when I, catch something that's several levels lower than most of my team. Uh, and I like to keep my teams pretty even, you know, if they're all level 25, I want them all level 25. I don't want to level like 25 and like another level 15 or something like that doesn't fly with me. So, um, 
so that's basically what I've been doing. I've been really enjoying it and uh, just just kind of trying to play more. But I, I haven't even played that game. Like that's the only game I've really been playing and I haven't played that as much as I'd like to. So hopefully uh, I get to a little bit more this week. It seems like it's going to be a quieter week. Last week was uh, not so quiet. So there we go. Uh, but the other thing, um, I think that's, I'm trying to think of what Sean, before I move off from Pokemon, I'm trying to think of what he said. Uh, they're enjoying... I'm just checking our discord. So they're enjoying the game. Uh, they need some general direction on how to capture good Pokemon and how to level them up. So in both cases, go battle, go in the tall grass, quantity find Pokemon. That's it. It's quantity over quality, especially early on. Um, you're, you're not going to find a really rounded team. The, the best piece of advice maybe I could give is cheat a little bit by looking at guides or seeing what the next gym is going to be. So if your next gym is a grass type gym, go find something that's strong against grass and don't be ashamed to look those up. Cause I've been playing since blue came out back in 19 dickety two or whatever the hell that was. And I still have to look up like, Hey, what's strong against dark type? That's something that's good with <laughs> that's something that came that was good with uh with the remakes of of Diamond and Pearl yeah. was that they give you the typing next to your moves now and they'll tell you yes. whether it's effective and they tell you not it's effective, effective super, super effective, effective that that kind of stuff so that that helps and I think that was in Sword and Shield as well so you can it was. kind of you can kind of get a sense that way um I think I was even wrong with what I just said about dark type so if someone's listening and they're screaming like that's not weak <laughs> against her like just. Uh, come at me um you know my twitter uh <laughs> pokemon rap battle co- incoming right let's go um but yeah so that's like that's that's it it's it's quantity 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 just go beat the hell out of as many pidgeys as you can find and uh or, or whatever like you know lower level kind of things and and don't be afraid to go back backtrack and take on something that's lower level if you're Again, if, if most of your team's like level 15, go back to the tall grass or the area where you can find some good level 10s or level 12s that you can just plow through and start leveling up that way because your whole team's going to be leveling up uh, while you're playing. So, um, so yeah, do just just keep at it. It's, it's going to be a grind, especially in the start, and then you kind of – especially with the experience sharing, you, you start to kind of level up and, and keep – as soon as you get ahead, you kind of stay ahead. I find in the newer games. Yeah, Ray, any, anything so, to add before we move on from Pokemon? Sorry, Todd, what, what were you going to say? Oh, I was I, Ray. Go ahead because I have another follow up on like just Pokemon in general. So, so one thing you definitely want to do is just catch as many Pokemon as you can. And um, one thing you can look at if you're curious about natures, like for types or for whatever, because you know usually for fire types you want them to be fast because you want them to. You know, most fire types are like glass cannons. They put out a lot of damage, but can't take a lot, you know, or water types are more tanky. So you want a different nature. So check those natures, catch as many as you can. Um, What you can do too, if you are hunting like shinies and stuff like that, is you can always turn off autosave, which I recommend on any of the games anyway, and just manually save. But before you hit big encounters with the exception in sword and shield of the big two, so the the two uh, Zassian and Zamazenta, they they are shiny locked. So 
you can't get them shiny because usually what you can do for a legendary or something like that is to save beforehand, hit the encounter, see if it's shiny. If it's not shiny, reset and then load back in and whatever. It's like usually like one in like 500 something or one in 1000, whatever for a shiny or stuff like that. But um, for for someone who <clears throat> this is their first Pokemon game or they're, they're just getting in. Um, what is the advantage or disadvantage or why, why would they want to go after shinies? Cause I know uh, it, this is Sean's and the kids first Pokemon. It's, it's a, va- it's a vanity thing, honestly. Okay. Um, I'm one of those people that I have the entire Pokemon home national decks shiny with the exception wow. of ex- exception of the ones that are shiny locked. I have the entire Pokemon national Pokedex shiny. So, and also on sword and shield, um, I have a lot of different shinies and stuff like that from just like breeding eggs and looking for those natures. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I probably have, uh, probably like 500 hours in, in shield and probably another 300 hours in sword. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So that's why I said, if you need anything, Come talk to me. I can help. And if so, Ray, trying, so I was going to say their dad is big into destiny. So if, is it more like you want the like complete raid set of armor? Yes, is it it's, kind like of chasing, equivalent? it's like chasing. It's like chasing that Galahorn that's coming back. You know, like you want okay. that Galahorn. Or back in D1, back when we were chasing the Vex Mythic class with, with Volt of Glass. You know, stuff like getting that. Thorn, yeah, it's, it's like getting thorn, getting all those weird things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, weapons. yeah, yeah. it's, like it's, it's complete like, armor sets. It's, it's just like it's it's not necessarily mandatory. It's just something you want to get. It's that carrot on the stick, right? And, and yeah, it's the carrot on the stick. And fun thing about Chinese, a lot of them tend to have those EVs and IVs and those natures that you want too, because it, it's kind of like in the game coding, like, hey, here's a prize for you for you working to try and get this. Here's a prize, you know, and they, they tend to have better overall stats and stuff like that. So most of the time, sometimes you can get a shiny and it's just terrible. But, you know, more often than not, it's actually good. So. All right. So I was going to ask both of you gentlemen, because you're into Pokemon. Obviously, I'm not. Logan is kind of waiting for the next big thing. Um so we've got a Pokemon game coming out in January, which just seems very rare. A big Pokemon game, like literally two months later. Um, is this the next level of Pokemon? Like the whatever the Gen A, B, B, C, D, mm. 9, 10, 12, whatever. It's or is this like game. a weird its own game? Okay, okay. So yeah, so this, this isn't this one is that you necessarily wait for, right? Okay, this is a offshoot kind of like what pokemon mystery dungeon those type of games pokemon snap pokemon dungeon or was it stadium sorry pokemon stadium is it one of those type uh not exactly not not quite it's it's more (laughs) similar to the main lines but it's it's also different so it's not like as wonky as like pokemon snap or as like focused on one weird thing like stadium or something like that but it's it's definitely not like a mainline pokemon game so they're they're changing up the formula. Uh, they're they're going way back in time to like the first people to catch Pokemon, basically kind yeah. of thing. Is what it looks like, and and uh, so they're, they're changing up the team dynamics and, and different things like that. So um, no, not not fully replace like this is not the next main line, but it seems like a more robust spinoff i guess is that ray is are you the, kind of the, feeling that same the way, way i kind of look at it is like the the main game like like kind of like i guess a way that we can kind of relate it is like assassin's creed it's like a historical mm. like reinterpretation mm. of the pokemon formula 
Okay. Like, kind of like a prequel to what we know as like, like Assassin's Creed Origins. Like, like something like that, like where it's like taking us back in time and like there's different Pokemon types and then different versions of Pokemon that we already know. And they're going to be changing the typings and all that. This is, this is funny that this is turning into a Pokemon show. <laughs> totally not, not intentional on my part, but it's just kind of happening that way. Yeah, not at all. Um, yeah. But yeah. Well, so Pokemon is how old now? I mean, Pokemon is going, I mean, it's 20, 20 years old, years, 25 years. It, Exactly. So when you get into it, if you're new to the series, it's like it's going to be overwhelming. So that was just the point. Like uh, our friend now has kids who are into the series. So it's really cool to hear about this because they're like, where do they get in? What do they do? I mean, it can be overwhelming. I my son got into it and he's kind of off it now. He's 16, but he might get back if something intrigues him. Like this is the next phase of Pokemon. So very cool, gentlemen. So, yeah. And by the way, folks, if you're listening to this, you have Pokemon questions. You can talk to Ray or Mark and get right. all of the goodness. Send him to Ray. So yeah, I, I was trying to to, to appeal to Mark's Nintendo-ness. So there we go. 7,000 more. If you're trying to be Ash Ketchum and you want to be the very best, it's Ray. Like it's I have 3,000 Pokemon in Pokemon Home and then my Pokemon Shield, it's, my boxes are all full. On the shield. So Mark's sitting there with Meowth and hanging out just uh, drinking <laughs> yeah, a 40 more. ounce? That's, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, uh, yeah, no, don't talk to me. Talk to Rick. Uh, that is amazing. Very good. Um, the, the last thing I want to touch on uh, before, before Todd, you, you, you move on to your stuff. Um, Fortnite is ending. Uh, at least what? This, this season is ending. So <laughs> okay. we're, we're on, uh, or, or this, this chapter, actually, this, this season and the chapter. Uh, so Fortnite so far has had chapter one, which had, I think, 10 seasons. Uh, and chapter two, which we're on now, we are in chapter two, season, uh, I believe seven or eight, um, season seven, I think. Anyway, it's all ending. They're moving on to chapter three, season one, uh, on December 4th, there's a big, uh, chapter ending event. Uh, so I will be playing on Saturday. Uh, the event starts at my local time it's five atlantic so four eastern uh i'll be probably getting into my lobby around 4 30 slash 3 30 eastern so if anyone's listening and you want to you want to hang out and see what this event's going to be check me out next uh, next saturday talk in the uh, the discord hit me up on twitter uh at the underscore canardian um it's going to be fun, man. This is that we haven't had a, a chapter ending event for a little over two years. I think it was October two years ago that the, uh, that the chapter one ended and Fortnite went down for like three days. Yeah. It was solid. like 48 hours, something like that. Yeah. yeah I remember all the kids were freaking out. My, my daughters were freaking out and all their friends were freaking out because they're like, dad, we can't play Fortnite. So, uh, so I've, I've been kind of like falling behind this season. Um, I've got friends that play regularly that I usually play with that are like level 200 and something. I'm like, I just might've hit level 150. And that's like in an effort in the last couple of weeks of like, I need to like, just try to unlock some of these bonuses that, that I'm not going to get once the season ends. And, and then with the, the game, basically just like potentially shutting down for a number of days after next Saturday. Um, it's going to be interesting. So I can't wait to see what kind of, th- th- there's going to be a new map. I'm guessing this is when they really change Fortnite, these chapter ending things. 
so there's rumors that they'll bring parts of the old map back or something uh, like a, a mixture of the two, or maybe it's a, an all new map. Who knows? Uh, it's going to be exciting anyway. And uh, if you want to, if you want to join me and have some fun, let me know next Saturday, we'll get a, a big, I think you can get 16 people in a lobby. So um, if we can fill it, cool. Come hang out. Mark, are you going to be streaming? Cause you and your wife, by the way, hosted on our YouTube channel. <laughs> playing mario party yeah yeah but but are you going to be streaming or is that in your wheelhouse now that you've got some you got your new laptop you've got your new streaming gear so uh looks like it works good um you know what good good time yeah i was going to talk about that later but uh good time to jump in on that uh so i probably will be streaming this to be honest because perfect like you said i just did get a new laptop i got a new elgato um h what is it elgato um 60s plus mm-hmm uh, that has the 4k pass through all that kind of fun stuff. Um, so yeah, we just tried to set up the other day. My wife and I started streaming. So we're together going to be streaming a couple of times a week. And then I'm going to try to stream, um, you know, on, on some of the nights that, that we're not doing stuff together. So I'm hoping to, uh, do at least three streams a week. We'll see how that goes. But right now we usually record the podcast on Monday. So I'm thinking like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, We'll see how that works out, but uh, the schedule I'm hoping that to to have it uh, nailed down and uh, and hopefully uh, so far based on the run that we did the other night, my wife's fully ready to go. Uh, we had a lot of fun playing Super Mario Party and uh, Super Mario Kart. We streamed for like a little over two hours. Um, had some great interaction with uh, with the people that were watching, especially Brennan Myers. Thank you, Brennan. Uh, you kind of made our night. Um, and it's, it's just fun. I, I spent a decent amount of time kind of setting up different scenes and transitions and really, really trying to make it look like I know what I'm doing on Twitch, uh, which I don't, but, uh, it's, it's so far so good. Uh, the stream, I, I can say that I didn't drop a single frame according to OBS, the full two hours and, uh, and everything seemed to work pretty well. So there we go. Um, yeah, that's, I'm just, um, I'm just there to watch Loren get pissed off at you. And she did that very early on. I saw that. I'm like, oh, my goodness. She almost dropped an F-bomb. And she stopped herself, <laughs> which I thought was great. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, Mario Party, you know, that's for the kids and the family. And the F-bombs follow. Yeah. Yeah. No, Perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I was going to tune in. Fun, I was going to tune in, but I was just busy because that's when I ended up doing my Thanksgiving with my kids. Cause they yep. were with their mom and everything. So like, I was like, Oh, I want to watch, but I'm like, I'm busy right now trying to get all this stuff done. And by the time yeah, I like we'll, tried to tune in, you guys were done. I was like, Oh, we'll you know, be doing so. it again. Don't worry. And I'm sure it'll just get angrier and angrier as we play. We, we're going to play some super blood hockey, which always brings out the best Ooh. of us. Uh, we Perfect. If we really feel like getting a divorce, we'll play some overcooked. Um, so there's, there's some games that we can play that really, <laughs> that will be very entertaining. And uh, I'm just, I'm super happy that she's like doing this with me and she seems to be like super into it. And, uh, and yeah, I'm just very excited to, to have this new project. And, and like you said, Todd, uh, the videos will be going up on our YouTube. So if you do miss the full thing and you want to even just kind of jump through for some highlights, but uh, Brennan, like I said, Brennan Myers was awesome clipping a few things so if you go check out my nice twitch channel uh twitch.com or twitch.tv or whatever it is uh, slash the underscore canardian like everything else is um he made a couple of really funny clips so go check those are like 30 second clips of like uh she punched me at one point and i deserved it but like it was pretty <laughs> good um 
so it's it's fun, man. I, I, I had a blast doing it. I can't wait to do it again. Mark, uh, I'm going to challenge you that you and I need to play some It Takes Two and then maybe get everybody together to play some Jackbox or something, just something stupid and fun that the whole team can play. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, because Charlie might actually be able to do that. The, the, the minimal video games things that might be required, we'll see how that happens, but I would love to do that with you guys. That'd be I like fantastic. Todd, you can play something else that I have been... Th- this is one of the games that made me go, ooh, maybe I do need a PS5. How is your next game? Oh, Kina? Oh, my goodness. This game is great. This is the game that is... Once I finish Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like, what am I playing next? Oh, yeah, Kina. The game I absolutely adored, and I put on the shelf because I was playing higher-profile games, and this game is adorable. This is like the Pixar game that Pixar has yet to make, and this is fantastic. I mean, she is a person that has uh, fully uh, capable of kicking butt is fantastic at, 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 at basically taking on enemies. This feels like, um, it almost feels like uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, if we could get this team to make Beyond Good and Evil 2. It's fantastic. She's awesome. Uh, her abilities, you power it up. Uh, you have these little guys called the uh, Rot, who basically can do these awesome abilities to take on enemies. They're like little, I don't know what to call them. They're almost like gremlins, but they're not. They're very cute. But you can control them, move them around. They can do things. You can control them. It's fantastic. I think this game is great. Um, it's a little challenging at times because you're like, what do I do next? I don't know. How do I get there? So it's a 3D uh, third-person action-adventure game. It's wonderful. This is an indie team. It's very small. They actually made a Majora's Mask uh, short that's beautiful. Right. Check it out. It's wonderful. So I think this is a game that definitely could fall under everybody's radar, but this is on PlayStation, uh, PS4, PS5, and PC. Definitely check it out. It's 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 phenomenal. It's wonderful. I love it. Um, I want to beat this game before the end of the year because I want to, you know, I want to, the games I put up for game of the year, I want to have beat or, or finished or rolled credits. What are you going to call it? I mean, I, I really do. Uh, I think it's a wonderful game. Looks beautiful, but it's difficult. I mean, I took on the most recent boss and I'm like, I'm getting my tail beat. And the good thing is you can decrease the difficulty. So if you just want to enjoy the game for what it is, enjoy the exploration, the combat, which is great. I like that. It's it's meeting me on all these levels where a lot of games right now, I feel like they're just saying, beat us on our level or uh, fall off. And that's what I'm saying. Okay, I'll just leave you. So uh, Keen is great. So check it out. I think it's like 40 bucks. Um, it's available out there. There might even be a PlayStation sale if you want to get it. But I mean, it's fantastic. So and this may come out to other consoles in 2022. I hope it does. I, I don't want it to be on and just on only on PlayStation. I hope it comes out to Xbox. I don't know if this could come to Switch, to be honest. It's it's pretty beautiful. It's demanding. It's a PS4 game at heart that can look fantastic on PS5. I just don't think it would do well on Switch. I think it would be really constrained to be there. Mm-hmm. It might be a streaming game, but uh, I think it would be great on Xbox. Like so, a cloud game? Uh, so that yeah. it could be on a Switch as a cloud game. It definitely could be. Although with that, I think the challenge with Switch is they don't have a provider like Xbox or something like that. They're relying on third-party cloud services, which could be hit and miss. So um, I'm not sure anybody has told me that that's the best way to play on a Switch. So um, maybe on hear from Switch Pro. Ga- uh, Guardians, to be honest. Like, if anyone listening <sighs> has played Guardians yeah. streaming on Switch, uh, let me know. 
Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Uh, and I don't know. I, and I have a Switch OLED, Mark. You have a Switch OLED, Ray. I'm not sure if you've got a Switch OLED or if you got the standard Switch. Um, I don't know if they upgraded like the uh, chipset for the uh, Wi-Fi or the networking. Uh, that's obviously a big part of your uh, cloud and streaming service too. I mean, I know like the the dock has Ethernet uh, built in now, which is nice. You don't need the the USB dongle like sure. I, I used to have. But uh, I don't think. I don't think anything else has changed. I don't think the chipsets changed at all. I don't sure. think so either. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, it could be okay. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's ideal to play it, you know, in a uh, standard console format. But hopefully, in the future, it will be on other systems. So, love that. Uh, I did beat Guardians of the Galaxy, and this game, it just it's 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 going to be on my game of the year list shortlist. Um, it is a great story. I actually think this is a better Guardians of the Galaxy than the movie. Um, I think the, the the characters are so much better uh, realized. This Drax, this Rocket, I feel like are better versions of those characters than we got. Uh, I kind of felt like the Guardians of the Galaxy in the movie are one note to a large extent. I uh, really enjoyed this quite a bit. Um, this game is long, though, but... I enjoyed every minute with these characters. So it's like people say that I'm like, but this game is a very narrative game. It's not like you're just doing the same. You're getting more from these characters from a narrative perspective. It does have what the MCU does with the post credit scene, which is post credit game, which I didn't expect in this game. <laughs> and I gave it to me. So stay tuned. You did not beat this game. If you got to the first set of credits is all I will say. So it's not a spoiler, it's just the way it goes. Uh, but I love this game. I think it's great. It's beautiful. plays great. This is a leadership simulation game because Peter Quill is not the strongest uh, character, but he is leading these characters that are stronger than him. And he's telling them what to do. And you're a support character, but you are bringing them together. You're having these great like huddles. And when you get out of the huddle, if you did it right, then you may get to beat ass with... Uh, Rick, Rick Astley's never going to give you up playing behind you. So it is phenomenal. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. It is a fantastic game. And I think it's... I wish Avengers had been in this style mm-hmm. because I didn't even go back to Black Panther yet and I don't know if I will because um, I just think this gameplay is so much better than Avengers, which just feels like... It's got the Avengers nameplate on it, but it doesn't feel like really the Avengers. Sorry, but I know a lot of people love that game, but I just it just it's a hard one for me. Yeah, I agree I, with you. I, yeah, I, I I went back and finished the Black Panther DLC, and it was like, okay, that's cool, but there's yeah, there's just something off about Avengers. They just yeah. they pushed too hard for that games with the service. Yeah. vibe if they would have made avengers like they did with guardians of the galaxy i think it would have mm-hmm. been a much more successful game yeah i mean we, yeah guardian spider-man they we just went through them are the arkham games whatever you want like we've seen superhero games succeed the last few years and and to try to pigeon just uh, yeah anyway uh, yeah 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 and i'm not if people love avengers that's great but to me this game hit where Avengers did not. I'm a huge comic book fan, so oh well. Um, so that's it for what I've been playing. So um, if you are playing any cool games, let us know. If you need more hints or tips, let us know. If we're completely wrong for our take on these games, let us know. 
Now it's time to talk about uh, some news stories. So the first story is we're hearing that there is a potentially going to be a Marvel MMO in development. Um, but apparently, uh, this is actually going to be behind, uh, behind the expertise of Jack Emmert. Uh, Jack Emmert worked on, uh, a, a game called, I believe it was Heroes, uh, oh God, I'm blanking on the name. It was a superhero MMO that came out before things kind of fell apart in the MMO space. And then he went over and is now currently leading DC Universe Online. DC Universe Online is 10 years old, which just blows my mind. That was a game that was free to play on PS4. Big deal. People loved it. Um, uh, Greg Miller is huge behind it. Loved it. And it was really the first time we got to see really a MMO on a console with that had a huge draw with a huge uh, type of uh, brand. So with this, um, Marvel has taken a different approach to their gaming perspectives where they want to give their license to the best developers and get it broadly on anywhere they can get it. They've, they've been interesting how they've applied their license with Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 with Nintendo. They've had uh, Spider-Man on PS, uh, PlayStation. They also have the Wolverine game coming out, Miles Morales. Um, we're getting Midnight Suns coming on all consoles. Um, am I missing anything with Marvel? Is there any other games that we're aware of? In the more recent history? Yeah, um, coming to mind for me. No, I mean, so, I'm conflicted on the news. <laughs> to say okay. News, but it's one of those things. Like, I don't, I mean, other than the other licenses, like when Activision had them, like, um, you know, on PS3, we had like the X-Men Legends game that was like terrible or whatever it was or whatever. X-Men Destiny. Well, those are good. X-Men, no, Destiny. X-Men Destiny was horrible. That's, yeah, you're right. Right. One. X-Men uh, Legends, Legends was, was great. Good. Yeah. Destiny was bad. Yeah, we had the uh, the Wolverine game uh, that was the, the the movie was horrible, but the game was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we had the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. We had those horrible Iron Man games with Sega, the Thor games that were bad. So but things are looking up for Marvel. I mean, with Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, we have Midnight Suns, like we said, coming forward and this coming out. And we've got uh, the next Spider-Man game coming out in, in Wolverine and um, I think this is kind of cool because uh, with this, we had, and Ray, you mentioned the Marvel uh, Diablo game that was an online game that I thought was pretty cool, mm-hmm. just didn't, just did not hit apparently. So this is their second attempt to go after the DC Universe Online, the, the multiplayer audience and more of that create your character and go after it. Um, Mark, what do you think? I mean, you're, is this something you would be interested in? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I dipped into a bit of DC universe online back on the PS4. Um, wasn't something that I stuck with for a long time, but that was mainly because I just didn't have a consistent crew to play with. Um, I, you know, I, I love the, the Marvel properties. I love the Marvel heroes. They have such a massive roster of heroes that they could go really wacky with this or really ground level or something in between. Um, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I, I want to hear more. I want this to be real and I want it to come out soon. But um, if this is early talks, early development, we might not see this for another five to seven years, who knows, or they could be actively working on it and 
this could drop in a couple of years. So I, I'm, I'm really curious to hear more. Um, if this is real, maybe, you know, maybe they'll say something more at the game awards this year or next or something like that. You know, like I, I want to know how real this is and how far along it is before I really get excited. But the concept is exciting me. Yeah, the, the game that uh, the director did was City of Heroes, which mm-hmm. kind of just it, it launched and it just did not come together. So then he obviously wanted to go after something that's a little bit more uh, popular, which was mm-hmm. DC Universe Online, which is a great game. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I enjoyed those big raids. I had a good time with it. It felt more like a uh, action game versus a sit back and you know, trigger your buttons and then wait to your, uh, to your, to your, your heavy refreshes and do those type of things. So I, I think this could be really cool. Um, but it sounds like, I mean, if he's going to be working on DC universe online, they said their bi- biggest expansion is coming in 2023. Is he going to really be able to pivot and, and really get this Marvel game off the ground? So saying. yeah. Be a while. Yeah. That sounds like probably 2024 at the earliest probably is what we're looking at. This is probably, you know, earlier, early like R&D concept kind of like developing the the bare, you know, structure and the foundation of it and then kind of going from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed DC, uh, DC Universe and everything like that. It just once you hit level cap in it and then it was just like very grindy and very pay to win because you had to buy those stupid keys for the chest in order to get better gear and you were kind of stuck with like other old gear and then you know until you can maybe get something on a random roll that would get better like we know about the rng there todd we know that all, mm-hmm. all too well yep. and you're sitting there and you're just like this isn't as fun anymore because i'm just grinding my head off you know just grind 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 and i'm not getting anywhere and that's kind of where i was i ended up spending my tires and it's just like no i'm good I- i'm i'm done now has anyone tried the the the, the latest Marvel uh, mobile game? I've heard very good things about it. The Strike Force or whatever it is. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's no. a newer one than that. It looked really like, more like a uh, third uh, third person uh, action adventure type game with leveling and things like that. I saw it looked very impressive for a mobile game. Uh, I'm just curious if that is something that is capturing anyone's attention is it going to be like eh, it's just more of those like you know play to win or you know i gotta pay for things but um that's i think marvel fans just want to be live in a world where you can play as a hero and just be that hero in, in an ongoing perspective and there just hasn't been that game yet so uh, it would be really cool if we get there i mean i remember charlie uh, loved the facebook avengers game that was, I mean, back when Facebook gaming was a big deal and he was playing that all the time, Mark, he was addicted to that game and he played it more than I did. And I'm like, I stopped. I'm like, I just can't deal with the grind. Charlie was into it. So if you want to bring that up uh, with Charlie is the uh, Avengers game, Avengers Strike Force. I can't remember what it was called, but he loved it on Facebook. Is, but I mean, is Future Revolution, is that the one you're thinking about? The, the Maybe it might be. Yeah, it might be. I was curious to check it out, but I just have not checked it out because there's too many games. Yes, there are. All right. So if you're interested in a Marvel MMO game, let us know. Uh, but the next story is interesting because, you know, right now I would say if if you listen to the gaming buzz, Halo multiplayer is like the biggest thing in games right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not participating in that, but I mean, people that are, are loving it and hating it at the same time, depending if you have the season pass. So I'm going to 
pivot to someone else who knows what they're talking about and I'll just listen. So who would like this story? Cause I'm not sure who posted it. I did. Um, okay. Ray, take it away. <laughs> um, so it was one of those things where uh, right now we have the event that's going at, um, by the time this probably posts, it'll probably be over for the first session or whatever it is. Um, it's been sh- a struggle to make meaningful progress on the season pass. It feels like because a lot of this progression isn't like XP just for playing matches and getting kills and, you know, doing the things that you do in halo. It's completing these like objectives and in completing those objectives, that's how you progress. You get more XP, but it's kind of like that slow trickle that you sometimes see with certain like games with like battle passes and stuff like that. And this is kind of no different. The issue is, is I think it was like, um, I think it was Paul Tassi from Forbes. Actually, he covers a lot of these like multiplayer games and a lot of the like destiny and that's Fortnite and stuff. Yeah. And Fortnite and all that. And so he's always like posting these things and he's just like, they did some kind of math. And even if you complete, like do all these objectives in the events, like by the time, like the, the, the third event is through or whatever that they've confirmed so far, you'll only have half of the armor or something like that from the free armor from the, the, the season stuff. And that's not counting the microtransactions of stuff you can buy in the store and all this other stuff. So it, mm. it's, it's kind of hit and miss. Like the gameplay is fun. Don't get me wrong. Like I love playing. Halo. it's like I said, like playing halo with your friends, like, you know, back if it were, you know, 10 years ago, like what we were playing before, but the cosmetics and stuff that you kind of want to earn, you know, and you probably know this, you know, you could probably get that feeling from Fortnite with the skins and the different things you can do there when you're not able to obtain those, like it doesn't seem realistically attainable. It's kind of frustrating. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of this comes from. And then, you know, the, the lead designer, uh, Jerry hook, uh, from three, four, three was, you know, talking about a game that he was playing. And then, you know, during his vacations and, you know, he, he kind of played it and realized that, um, he's feeling everyone's pain. You know, his, his words were, yes, I'm still playing halo and feeling everyone's pain on the progression. We're back at it next week. So this week now, uh, and this will be on the top of my list with the team. Um, and it's one of those things that, you know, w- with the multiplayer kind of being in beta right now and the battle pass actually costs, you know, real money. It kind of doesn't feel fair for the trade off for your money versus time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So the the one yeah. thing I'll, I'll ask, and I, and I haven't played Halo, like I, like I said, this, this last week since it came out really is, has been just a mess. So, um, I haven't played this since the test run, the test flight. Um, but the last thing I heard was that the the battle pass was like kind of never ending. Like you could yeah. play it indefinitely. It's not like Fortnite, which like I said, ends Saturday and that is it. When I don't have a certain cosmetic that you need to hit level 200 to hit, which I am never going to do this season, that is done. I will not get that. Um, luckily, they're like extra flashy cosmetics but for this one it seems like do you think that's what they were aiming for of like this is something that you will unlock this battle pass over the next year or is this just like broken what the hell were you guys thinking it's over the next six months i think i think through may the first season goes through may i believe from what i recall from the information um i I really think they they probably didn't realize how slow the battle pass, the battle pass progression was at the time when they kind of put it out there and they, they did, they did start, you know, putting out things to tweak it and kind of updated and things like that. And they have said that they're, you know um, you know, that they're looking to make, you know, recent changes and all that, you know um, 
uh, because they had a pat, they had it that went out and because it was like specific weekly and daily challenges was like, get this many headshots with this weapon or do, you know, this or play this. Hmm. So they did start making some changes. Um, they did add like a play one game challenge. So it was like 50 or 75 XP, you know, every time you can play, you know, you played a game or whatever, but, um, and they did, they did double the two XP boosts that they had, like the double XP, they were double the time. So if you had a half hour one, it would be an hour instead, you know, to try and make it a little more fair. So they are taking steps in the right direction, but I think it's just kind of not coming as quickly as people kind of wanted it to. Right. Um, so, so for anyone who thinks about playing this game, like myself, this is probably a great time to buy a battle pass. And I'll say that because in my experience from playing online multiplayer games with battle passes is when the company screws something up and then admits that they have screwed up, you get something for free. Yeah. Make good. The battle pass. Yeah. Yeah. It is is time to go out and buy the battle pass now while it's broken. And the company is admitting like, we're going to fix it because guaranteed you're going to just like wake up someday and have like 25,000, xp or like a bonus set of armor or something like that just in your locker ready to go so like as annoying as it is right now like it's probably good (laughs) like good timing to just like just go drop them dollar bucks and uh and get this battle pass if you're even thinking about it like i might actually hang up this call and go do that just because like you're probably gonna get something cool yeah so see so season passes do not expire but i think the problem with that is the people that are really into this want everything now, right? Yeah, they yes. want it. And things will pivot. Yeah. Exactly. Things will pivot. This is like they're saying they don't expire because like because you don't want to miss out, right? So you want to get there at front. I don't know if you can buy a battle pass once it's gone on to season two, though. I don't know. I, I just don't know if that works that way. So I think they're kind of feeling like, well, we're letting you like play it forever. But I think gamers are impatient. And I yeah. think that's the problem. They want to get everything now. It's like, but guys, this season's six months long now. So guess what? You got to be patient. And gamers are not that type. So enjoy that, Microsoft and Halo team, because you got to deal with these people that are going to be highly impatient and angry. And it's like, uh, yeah, enjoy that. And it's only like 10 bucks for the six yeah. months of content. I don't know. And so it's not a huge amount of money, uh, but it is a lot of cosmetics. So it would be frustrating. Like, I've got one shoulder pad, but guess what? You don't get that next shoulder pad for three months. Yeah. But I'm going to look like a doofus if I got one shoulder pad. Two months straight, yeah. Exactly. But I always said this. In a first-person game, you don't see yourself yep. unless you're on the one screen. So I'm like, I just never understood cosmetics in a third-person, a first-person game. Third-person, yes, because you're always seeing your player. So I just don't know. I, I, it just, I get it. It is what it is, but I never understood this. So this is Halo's first attempt to do this type of thing, and it's, they're going to have stumbles. And I think it's fine. And I, it's a, it's a free to play game, and they got to make money off it. So they've got to figure it out. Something works, and this is a hard thing to figure out because you've got so many other models where they've had years to figure this out, and they they've adjusted where. Xbox hasn't because they really haven't had that except for like DLC where you pay for a pack mm. and that's good for the whole year. So I, I I don't envy them with their success because they're going to get more angry people because they got more people playing the game. So it's like that mixed bag of success 
and anger that, and good luck for the next years of your life because this thing's not going away for how many years because it's taken six years for this halo and this halo is going to last for the next six years so at least so good luck yeah it's enjoy your holiday break <laughs> it's one of those things to the victor go the spoils but also all the criticism that comes behind it you know yeah they're, yeah they're like the hot button right now it's the hot button thing and i mean we've seen this with other games we've seen mmos do this and we've seen uh mmo lights like destiny perfect example that we can kind of relate to when they introduced silver remember when that whole thing happened where you could buy yeah. like the 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 different cosmetic this and cosmetic that and you know i need my emotes bro i yeah, need my I need emotes. emotes and stuff where the big ones yeah. you know and yeah. all that i mean and that's the same thing here is this they just they thought they had a plan to implement it. It didn't go as well as they thought, but it is still a beta. You know, to be fair, they still have it classified as a beta. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of have said that, you know, this is going to go through through May of 20, you know, 2022. You just kind of got to let them, you know, kind of live and learn and go through the progression, just like every other model that came before it. Cause I don't think, I don't think any game that had that kind of model with microtransactions and everything have ever hit it on the head. Because I have two words for you, and and this will probably take you back, and you guys will laugh. Is horse armor? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, it was a slippery slope that opened it up to consoles. Yeah, I mean, and you think of like we talk about games that have been like fantastic, and every game has stumbled. Apex has been like Apex Legends. That game launched and it was like oh lauded, but then it stumbled. After that, like, you know, the, the the next season pass, it had to get it. And then it's finally recovered from that. And every game is like that. I mean, Fortnite, uh, Fortnite, Fortnite mm-hmm. seems to be the one that just seems to be like, we're going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at it and people enjoy it. And but, you know, it's all about the skins and the characters. And I, I don't I think, though, laugh. Uh, this season, there's a, a character called uh, Fabio Sparklemane. And he's a serial mascot horse with fabulous hair and a, <laughs> a, a vest and uh, one hell of a six pack too. Um, but I and and so he's he's one of the battle pass unlocks, and and then you unlock like different styles for him. And today I I almost have enough. Um, I forget what it is like coins or something like that that you 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 get to to uh to unlock these different styles of battle stairs i think it is that, that you unlock and uh to unlock a, a new style of him and i was like i'm literally trying to grind away for like horse armor <laughs> like this is coming full circle like i'm i'm staring at it and i literally said it like i was like this is just horse armor like it's blue sparkly horse armor but it's like for a little horseman and it's ridiculous. And I was like, but I still want it. So yeah, that's, I'm going uh, to grind away and get more horse armor. Absolutely. I mean, so this this whole free to play, I mean, it's a, it's a big can of worms because this is the first time Microsoft has done a free to play everything. And they're going to have to deal with that. So, uh, you know, the goodwill only lasts so long. If they want to keep this thing alive forever. They've got to deal with it. And they've got to deal with how many platforms, how many people. There's not the, the, the cost of entry is zero. I mean, to get in there. So we'll see how this goes. But you know what? Good luck, Microsoft. You have your success. Now you get to eat it and enjoy it and deal with the people that want something for nothing yeah, and that's for the next 18 years. Exactly. Thing yeah. about it is that that's what a lot of people say too, is that they're like, Oh, Hey, you know, this is free. Why are you complaining? And it's just like, well, because it's free, 
is is why people are are still complaining. You know what I mean? That that's the thing is that yep. no matter what, people are going to complain, and it doesn't. It does. I don't think it really matters on what you're doing or how you're going to do it or whatever the case may be. It's just one of those things where it's just like, okay, you know what I mean? Like people are going to find something to complain about all the time. And there's many more options that are free to play too. So it's not like there's nothing else. There are many, so you got to keep people intrigued, but Microsoft has trillions of dollars that they are in this for the long game. So you know what, if you like it, there's more coming and you guys are going to be entertained. So you know, hey, you know what? I'm lauding Microsoft for managing this. The, the The news is this game is staying up, and it's not coming down, and people aren't able to play it. People are to play it, and they just want to play more of it, and they want more stuff. So that's a bad. That's a good problem to have. I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. So I, think, I think it's a good. It's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what? A good problem to have is is being thankful. So we're gonna pivot now to the bonus round. So, gentlemen. Mark, we're going to talk about being thankful for things. Mm-hmm. We'll call it quarter th- four. We'll incorporate Thanksgiving Canada, <laughs> U.S. Thanksgiving, all in one to say, what are we thankful for in 2021 in the world of gaming? Because mm-hmm. it's been a really unique year. We're coming out of COVID. Really good things have happened in a much, much better place than we were in 2020. So we'll start with Mark. What are you thankful for in the world of gaming in 2021? It has been a great year for gaming, and uh, we, we haven't really touched on it on the show, but we've had these new generation of consoles, uh, specifically the, the Xbox Series consoles and the PS5, uh, for a solid year now. And on top of that, the you know both of us, uh, Todd and I, both got new Switch designs with the, the old yes. model. And, uh, and got fantastic value for our old OG switches. So um, in the past year, or you know, a little bit past a year, um, we, we've gotten some awesome new gaming hardware. And uh, Todd, you even got a fridge shaped like it. Like it's, it's, been a, it's been a hell of a year for like gaming hardware and, and that kind of stuff. It's, uh, so I, I'm, I'm super thankful for just like, the, the gaming hardware and all the fun that we've been having with new technology and, and that kind of stuff and all the, the new experiences that that's, uh, that's given us. Um, even though a, a decent amount of my time is spent playing Fortnite, which I could play, I, I believe on a toaster, um, at this point. But, uh, but I, I do love that it is a showcase on my series X for like ray tracing and different like lighting effects and how damn good that game looks when you compare it to a switch or something like that. And, uh, even my brother who's doesn't really care about Fortnite, like saw it on my series X and was like, Ooh, yeah. Okay. Like this is some like 4k HDR ray tracing kind of like, this is, this is impressive. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just been a great year. We've got some great games, um, this year as well. And, uh, you know, I'm not even going to start to go through my list completely, uh, because I think Ray's going to touch on some that that I would have talked about, but uh, I will say that I'm, I'm I'm also like from a show perspective, um, super thankful for some of the games that we got to play through co-op mode. Um, specifically, uh, Riders Republic is is jumping out at me for recent games that like Ubisoft Canada sending us that 
code and and i i've absolutely loved putting more time into that game and uh and i it's, it's one of those games that i just keep popping back in and i'm like okay i have five minutes time to wingsuit up like let's go uh <laughs> so it's it's some good stuff man I, I love that game um but yeah just just a whole lot of uh, of great stuff and like i said earlier um being able to start streaming with my wife that is uh just recent but um i'm already having a lot of fun with it and can't wait till next time so yeah that's that's it man it's uh it's some just some good stuff all around it's it's great awesome well you know mark i think we can all be thankful for more screen time with you and loren keeping you in line that's a good thing so thank you for that so loren keep him in line if you're listening to this please do and uh it's 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 always uh thank you though i'm thankful that you let your husband be on this podcast every two weeks. So that's what I'm thankful for in regards to this podcast. So Ray though, Ray, what are you thankful for in 2021? Uh, I'm thankful that extra life made a comeback. You know, we came back in person. I unfortunately wasn't able to be there this year. So I missed out on all the fun with all the old friends and the new friends and everyone that was, you know, in between um, just because of my own health issues post COVID and all that stuff. Uh, Cause I had COVID back in August so thankful for, you know, getting over that, thankfully, uh, you know, and all that. Um, and just being able to reconnect with all the old friends, even though it was like virtually or like I did, we had a dinner before Extra Life, whatever. So I did get to see Sean and, you know, uh, Joe, you know, Bad Bit and, you know, everyone there that was there, you know, and everything like that. So that was fun. Um, so and then um, just making new people you know, meeting new people, making new friends, not making new people, making new friends, <laughs> um, you know, meeting know, new people, man. that kind of thing. Um, you know, just kind of like Mark is someone that I've known who Mark is, but mm-hmm. I've never really got a chance to really interact with him much because yeah. we kind of just like, we're in the same circle, but we kind of miss each other when it comes to things. Mm-hmm. So being able to interact with Mark and, you know, reconnecting with Todd was awesome. Cause it's like, Hey Todd, I know you're there. Hi buddy. You know, I've been watching you. I've been following you, you know, just checking everything out, you know, but you know, just kind of silently in the background, you know, kind of thing. Um, and just um, doing everything that we did to help the kids. Uh, actually, I want to, I meant to do this beforehand and I forgot um, to kind of see where we were with the team um, to kind of give an update on that overall. I think last I checked, we were like 40, yeah. Uh, 47 overall, which is wow. Huge. Uh, $23,714 Phoenix Overdrive Extra wow. Life team has raised this year. And we're not done yet. It's still to the end of the year. Uh, you know, we have our like PS5 raffle still going till the end of December, that kind of thing. Um, and just being able to share um, gaming experiences, Extra Life Game Day with everybody, um, you know, because it's something that I've been doing for 12 years now. Phoenix Overdrive, I think this is our seventh or eighth year. Um, so, it's, it's been a long, I, I definitely feel my age now, you know, kind of thing. But, uh, but, uh, like Mark said, a lot of great gaming experiences, um, you know, this year, um, with like the Pokemon games with my 11 year old Evangelina, she picked it up and she's like, Oh dad, I want to play that, you know, cause she saw me playing and, uh, I'm one of those Pokemon people that I always get both, um, I get both, you know, versions flavors. <laughs> yeah, I get both versions of it. So, you know, and her, you know, I picked up Pearl because I was the first one that I played. So I kind of wanted to go with the nostalgia of the one first one I played. And she's like, I'll play this one then. And it was, was like, all right, cool. And then um, so kind awesome. of reliving 
uh, the insanity or the the love hate relationship I had with Mario Party, with Mario Party Superstars, because I know you were playing it and revisiting some of those old levels from like the previous Mario Parties and just mm-hmm. remembering how badly my hand ached from the N sixty four joystick trying to do some of those things. And it's just my like, uh, my wife never knew about the whole stigmata thing, so that was a, a little segment on on the stream the other day was like telling her about the actual glove that yeah. Nintendo would send out because people were wearing their palms out on the N64 controller. And I think I, I like, still have a callus Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. So revisiting that. Yeah. Is it brought, brought up some old, uh, old battle wounds. Yeah. And then, um, not new this year, but they dropped new content with animal crossing. And I know a lot of people have their own like take on, uh, like what they Nintendo should have done differently or whatever, because they felt like this could have been trickled out over the last year rather than waiting, you know, and dropping it all in one package. And then we're like, okay, we're done. You know, cause that's basically what they did. They're like, here, here's something completely new and we're done, you know? And then um, the N64 and the Sega Genesis stuff, love it or hate it, being able to revisit some of that. And it's just like, Ugh. and the controls aren't great if you don't have the N64 controller, but yeah, you know, you know, the memories come flooding back and the nostalgia is just like, okay, I remember this. I, cause I, I tried to play uh, star Fox 64 and I was just like, man, this doesn't feel right with the pro controller. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. Like it's just like, uh, they, they really have to play bin play win back array. That's really good on the, no, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> like, I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. Sin and punishment. I tried. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. That like like the Mario Kart, Mario Kart 64. Cool. Mario, like even Mario 64. Fine. You know what I mean? Like those, those you can kind of, but some of those games, you just need that form factor of that controller yeah. to kind of take you back. If you um, can get it. Cause it's not available anymore uh, until yeah, 2022. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know a lot of people got in that last order cause they went back up again for a refresh. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, it's shipping earlier, early 2022. So if they do go back up, it'll probably be like, quarter to 2022 by this point high-end tech in 2021 you know kind of going back um but one thing that you can do if i can recommend anything um they do have some of those like usb connectors for some of those old controllers for like you can use those if you still have your old n64 controller laying around really they have like usb connectors um, like you could even use the GameCube, uh, the GameCube extension thing that works. It works with some of the games too, depending mm-hmm. on the game. Yeah. Yeah. That work with, uh, Smash Bros. I assume. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it just depends Very- if the game recognizes the input. That's all. Hmm. Yeah. So it's a mixed bag with the Nintendo. Uh, it's bringing back all those games, but, uh, makes them interesting to play in a modern setting. So for me, um, I really enjoyed playing with friends this year. Didn't do it a lot, but I mean, when I did, I had a hell of a time. Uh, that was just a great time. Played with Sean Nias on Destiny. Played with my son quite a bit, and I want to play with others, obviously, through the end of the year. Um, my goal is to play It Takes Two, which is a dedicated multiplayer game. I want to do more of that, but I love playing with people. 
I am not a great multiplayer guy. I'm just not that good, but I do want to play with others, and I hate the barriers to get in with it. But I mean, playing with just Sea of Thieves with Mark the one time we played it, that was a blast. I had a good time. So I would like to play more with people. Play We played Gears of War. I'd like to play that, more of you know the High Busters, the other different content that was out there. I want to do more of that because I think that's what allows us to really engage with others. And we call this co-op mode. I want to do more of that. I just am one of those people. I'm hesitant because I'm like, People are going to think I'm suck. Oh, my God, I'm going to be OK. So I want to do more of that. So I want to go over my like insecurity of gaming and just play with others. That's how I met Ray. We played a lot of just really good Destiny content. So my favorite gaming was playing Destiny with Europeans so I could play my first raid because I couldn't play anybody. I couldn't find anybody to play with do my first raid. So I want to play with more people. But I enjoyed playing with people this year, especially in Extra Life. I streamed. I actually streamed an extra life, got my goal. Well, close to my goal, got my t-shirt. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, this has been a great year for just reconnecting with people, even though it's online. And I, I'm glad we're doing that again. So I want to really uh, thank everyone who watched me play, had fun with it. And I'm going to do more of that in 2022, but also despite everybody, every game being delayed, we had a hell of a year in gaming we got consoles we got revisions we got new stuff so 2021 was you know uh, despite all the challenges was a great gaming year so and you know what uh extra life was a fantastic time with everybody uh committing with that we had some challenges we lost some good friends but we are uh rising above as ray would say so i want to say thank you to everyone who made our lives better because you know what we're in this hobby together it's been great. The Discord group, Mark, I'm thankful for them. Yeah. We launched it. You pushed us to go there. We've com- we've connected all these groups within Discord. It's been fantastic. So thanks, to, guys, to, for to making... Note, I, uh, I specifically want to shout out uh, things I'm thankful for. Uh, Sean Nias and, and the kids doing the uh, the controller contest. Controller, that was, yeah. That was some of the most fun that that I think we had on the show, getting everyone involved. And you talked about the Discord and people submitting their designs and some of our guests uh, submitting designs. And, and just, just the fact that they did that as a family to get the controllers, but also the charity aspect of it, I, I thought was was fantastic. So um, like getting to know Sean and, and his kids, uh, this year is, is a hundred percent been a highlight for me. Yeah. And thank you to all the guests we had this year. We had so many good guests, uh, you know, we're going to probably have a few more before the end of the year, but you know, that's what makes this show great is Mark and I talking to people that are awesome. So Ray, you are one of those awesome people. So thank you. And that is it for our show, everyone. Thank you very much for coming. But before we go, Ray, tell everyone where they can reach you on the internet webs because we are blessed by your parents. Oh boy. Um, so let's go. Cause I kind of have this somewhat from memory. So uh, I am El Capitan plays on pretty much everything except for switch because I only, I only have so many characters. So I'm El Capitan on switch uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, pretty much everywhere. Um, you can find our Phoenix Overdrive stuff. Uh, Facebook.com slash Phoenix Overdrive is our main page. Uh, our group page, the Phoenix Overdrive Nation, is uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash PO Nation because we wanted to abbreviate it. Um, go check out PhoenixOverdrive.com. That's our website. That's where a lot of our Extra Life stuff is. Like We did all of our registration there and our Extra Life game day stuff. Our raffles are there. 
um, all of our information about that, um, as well as Instagram and Twitter, PHX underscore overdrive. Um, and you can always, you know, check us out. You can send me a message or contact Mark or Todd and, you know, they can lead you to the right channels to us. If you have any questions, I'm also in the discord. I try to, I want, I, I made that a point, like coming up into extra life that I want to be active in the discords that I'm part of. Like I've always, like I said, I've been in the background and I've kind of seen everybody interact, but I've kind of like, didn't know really where to jump in. So I just kind of like, hi guys, good morning. How's it going? You know? And that's kind of how I just kind of started to jump in and I'm trying to be more active, you know, in that aspect and, you know, just kind of get to meet more people and game with more people. Cause like Todd said, you know, Hey, co-op is fun, you know? And I, I definitely miss gaming with Todd. Cause it's like, that was like some of our greatest highlights. Uh, one thing I want to remind you of Todd, remember the time when you were, you were mad because we finally got a raid together, a raid team together. And it was with Fran Mirabella and Panda Musk from I that, that do the IGN stuff. And you had to go, oh. we finally got a raid together no. and Todd had to miss out cause he had to leave. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Gaming dad is difficult. And yes, that's where I, I, I yes, I, I fell on my sword. Oh, Ray, but you, you, you've been a good friend through the destiny life. So, and Ray is a Sherpa. He is there for everybody. So if you have any questions about the gaming life, he's awesome. He is one of the good friends I've made. And he connected me to so many people throughout the podcasting community. So, Ray, thank you once again. It's been a joy. Yeah, it's been wonderful being here. I love to talk games. So if anybody ever wants me to do a show, I can talk about almost everything. I'm like the the gamer of all trades. I kind of play a little bit of everywhere. I play a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, not a master of anything, nor like elite gamer or MLG or anything like that. But but I have fun playing games and I'm all right, you know. Says the Pokemon master with 40,000 hours <laughs> into the game and Ray's legit. Box. Yeah, like for real. I'm Absolutely. Not or anything, but I have every no. Pokemon ever discovered in shiny form. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, Almost. Yes. <laughs> So with that, Mark, tell people where you think can find you on the gaming web and interwebs. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and now Twitch at the underscore Canardian. You can find me on Switch and Xbox at just Canardian. And uh, that's that's basically where I am. But you can also, like Todd said, we, we were always in the Discord group. And uh, and uh, you can find us over at secretfriendsunite.com as well. But uh, yeah, big plug for the, the Twitch. Actually, I think I need like one or two more followers on Twitch. And I hit, uh, what is it, affiliate with 50? Woo! Hit a couple of more things. So uh, I'm on my way there. Um, one thing I didn't mention before um, for Extra Life is I got a tattoo and it's it's like all healed up now. So if you're watching the video version, you can see my, my new Very sexy. Tattoo, um, that I, I got during Extra Life in a live uh, broadcast. So that was fun too. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I am. The underscore Canardian. Hit me up. All right. Uh, if you want to follow me on the interwebs, at Tioxtra is the best place on Twitter. At Secret Friends U, of course, is everything Secret Friends U. And if you want to game with me, Spartion98 on Xbox and Switch, and Spartion1998 on PSN, because PlayStation is difficult. Oh, well. With that, we say thank you, Ray. Thank you, Mark. And as always, it's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. 
Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.